0: Well, hello there. It's a weekend update. I'm Jim Harrington. And I am Bill Knight. Happy Saturday. Hope everything's going well for you today, sir. It is indeed, although
1: where I am, it's raining. And it's kinda uh, kinda cold too. I mean it's not when I say cold, it's I've been spoiled recently. It's been like 80, 75. Wow. Now it's yeah. like fifty and rain, so you know. We got the sunshine here, but from what I
0: understand, a little bit later on today the temperature drops and so does the sky, you know. Well uh, it'll be
1: coming down like something on a flat rock. But you know, <laughs> speaking of uh, things coming down, in case you haven't heard, a uh, Russian fighter jet accidentally bombed the Russian city of Belgorod yeah, near the uh, uh, border of the Ukraine, causing a massive blast that injured three people and lifted a car onto the roof of a store. That was quite a blast uh, and uh, must have been quite a surprise for the people in that car how Miss? do you hit your own country i don't know how do you you target one of your own cities unless you Well not it depends on how
0: they're guiding that uh, that rocket. maybe the rocket was fired and there was a painter you know a guy that you know painted a target right. and somebody you know he painted the wrong target you say <laughs> yes. or or somebody or somebody Gave a misdirecting. Ooh, uh, maybe the uh, uh,
1: yeah, maybe the other side did it. Maybe the other side painted yeah, it. Yeah, oh. yeah.
0: Put a you know did a did a paint job of their own. Ooh. Hey, we'll divert this guy's yeah. you know targeting. I mean that's what I would think out of this. It just didn't happen because you know the Russians have all idiots. The in inc- planes and it tanks. says the
1: incident involving a Sukhoi thirty four supersonic plane took place late Thursday, causing an explosion and leaving a huge crater near the center of Belgorod. Yeah, Uh,
0: so if somebody, you know, if those things go by painting, mm -hmm. you know, and the the guy's in a supersonic plane, he's locking on to a painted target. Right. So let's say that, oh, I don't know, some foreign country helps the Ukraine with something that's a little more powerful that can redirect that targeting system Mm -hmm. to something else that's painted and divert that that rocket, that missile, that bomb. Now, this is me speculating. So let me. But just it's always fun clear. to
1: hear Uncle Bill speculate.
0: Go ahead. Yeah, but there you go. On um, well, Saturday we do that. So that's there you it. go. And and so there's your speculation. Like, you know, well, you know, I heard this guy Bill say that yeah. this is what. The, I'm saying We've... it could have been
1: because uh-huh. I just
0: don't believe that Russia's got all idiots.
1: Well, you know? that's true, and I think we should explain to some people what painting is. It's not that they go out with a brush, you know. Oh, it's not? No, it isn't. It's done usually, I think, with a laser pointer. Yeah. They literally will, they'll point to a target with a laser and the jet will pick up on that laser beam and they'll fire. And the the rocket from your plane will be guided by that laser beam to the target. That's painting it.
0: So So if somebody could sit there and do a painting, you know, you know, in other words, you're painting a target. Okay, I got it locked in. Right. But somebody else is painting a target from a similar location, but redirecting it to a different ending location.
1: You know, I'm just saying. I'm I'm sure it can be done. Well, if let's say the good, let's say his guys, the Russian guys, paint a target. And the people at the target being painted by the Russians use a, use a mirror, right, to redirect it. That's all you need with a laser. Yeah. You just it's light, so you bounce it off a mirror, and you redirect. And that it.
0: Missile goes out and goes oh, Got to take a turn, go that way because, like a heat-seeking missile, it's going to follow the laser. Yes, exactly.
1: But so, huh. um, we well, we'll figured that one out, haven't we, Bill? Huh?
0: Yeah. Speaking of Russia, though, apparently um, they're up to something. Uh, Something devious in the UK. There are spy ships, subs all over the place.
1: I've heard that, uh, yeah.
0: and apparently they are uh, looking to sabotage. Yes, sabotage the power grid, which would not only be the UK but NATO nations there, and Germany Scotland and everything. Scotland and probably Ireland. They, you yeah. know, they're 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 there. Uh, they've seen you know uh, destroyers out there with. High-ranking officials that are out there looking with binoculars and going, you know, "That's a spy ship." Really? You know, well, it could be a spotter ship, and you've got subs out there. So now NATO is out searching the depths of the sea out there for
1: Soviet subs. Well, they're, they're meeting. You know, NATO's meeting in uh, in Germany right now, and they want more weapons. Uh, mm-hmm. the Ukraine does. The Ukraine is saying, "Hey, look, at guys, while you're all there in uh, in Germany, uh, how about some more?" Some more weapons. I mean, we've we've only given them like a hundred and twenty billion dollars already, and we've uh, already given them uh, tanks. Uh, I think the the German tank, the high tech German tank, the is it the Leopold or something like that, or oh, the yeah. Leop- the Leopard tank. They're they're already arriving right now as we speak, and the Abrams tanks that we promised uh, they won't arrive for another three months or so but because we're building them new ones yeah. where they get used ones oh you don't want to get you don't want to give them used ones I mean the seats oh, make no, more no.
0: They, they deserve yeah. nothing but the best Absolutely. The very best. let me ask you a question mm-hmm. uh how much money did we
1: spend on I don't know the Vietnam War oh I I, I God knows I uh, 100 billion I would think that comparatively speaking if we were talking about today's dollars we would we would probably be up in the 150 billion dollars because the war lasted what for like uh 13 years i mean okay,
0: 13 years over 150 billion dollars whereas today we're at 120 to 150 billion dollars and
1: we're a little over a year into it we're not even How in the it f- and we're not even in it bill supposedly we're yeah, not even in know, it.
0: No, so this do the math folks i don't care where your heart lies do the math Mm -hmm. At some point in time, you have to be honest with yourself. Can we sustain this? Because
1: this is going to be a multi-trillion dollar war. And in the meantime, we are running dry ourselves. And when I say running dry, I'm talking about weapons. We're running out of ammunition. We're running out of rifles, guns. You name it, we're running short because everything we have is being shipped over to uh, the Ukraine. And -hmm. you know who knows that? China. China Mm -hmm. knows it, and Russia knows it. So we're weakening ourselves, and we're bolstering the Ukraine. By the way, they're losing seven people to one. Seven Ukraines die to every one Russian. You can't win a war with that kind of attrition, you know? It just doesn't happen. If if you're losing seven to one, uh, you're not winning. If you're—that's— uh, I don't know how we can turn around with a straight face and tell the American population that things are going well in the Ukraine when uh, you have figures not. like that. Yeah, exactly. They are not. And yeah, supposedly, like you, you, Bill, supposedly the Russians are on the verge of a massive push. You know, right That's no- what I've
0: heard. But then they are trying to say Russia's broke. And then you hear that China's broke. No, they're not broke. Well, I did do some research on the American dollar versus the Chinese uh, Chinese dollar, whatever, the yuan or something like that, whatever it's called. Yeah. Not the yuan. Mm-hmm. But um, in comparison, uh, one yuan uh, would equal, you know, well, w- what it would be, you would be, if you took an American dollar compared to that in China, it puts them $6.19 in the hole. So in other words – that's how less, much less, their dollar is worth compared yeah. to ours. And if that's the case, with all their buildup and everything they're doing, and the the numbers that are going to come out with that for them for the GDP is all a lie, and they're wanting Taiwan, we are probably because wars start over money yeah. and banks and uh, the oligarchs of the world. Well, you know, when they pull, when they put their hand in their pocket and they pull up an empty pocket. Time to go and blow things up.
1: I was reading where um, it's hard for statisticians uh, to get a handle on on what's happening with China because when all is said and done, there's a lot of smoke hiding the true facts of what's going on in China. To what's really, you know, to what's happening, yeah. I, they they can't tell. I heard it described as a dystopian mess in China. It isn't and all perfect. Okay. It isn't all perfect in China. You know, people have a tendency to think oh we're we're in such bad shape, but don't think that the Chinese are in great shape. Because, mm-hmm. you know, they're they are overextended. And, yeah. and and you know, they're trying to help Russia too and they're sending stuff to Russia. Um you know, if China was in a in a great situation right now, if they were on a great footing, would they wait around to go after Taiwan? I mean, if, the, if they truly had all of their eggs together in one basket and they were ready, I think that they want Taiwan so bad that they would have gone after it already. I think that they know that things aren't quite the way they should be. You know, Taiwan will not go with a whimper. just because no. it's a smaller island doesn't mean that it's going to just simply roll over and say, okay, fine.
0: Yeah, and I would think that we would have to get our priorities together. Sorry, Mr. Biden, but we might have to back off a little bit on the Ukraine, which would help, of course, Putin and Russia. But, you know, maybe that would resolve by itself. Maybe, you know, yeah, they're going to lose their sovereignty and get absorbed back into Russia. But if we can't fight two wars, we can't. So, you know, what's more important to us? Well, right now, Taiwan, that's number one. Number two is we need to take back, you know, our manufacturing and especially high-end technology. We don't need Taiwan. We don't need China. We don't need Japan doing the manufacturing of semiconductors. When the knowledge comes from us, but the manufacturing comes over there, you know, forget about that.
1: It needs to come back home. And they can compete against us. Boy, I'll tell you, we're, we're feeling the results of what I used to wonder when I was a younger man back in the 90s when you, I was constantly hearing about our companies leaving our shores to outsource its its manufacturing. Uh, it would mm. First it was going to Japan, and then it was going to China. And I can remember thinking, this is crazy. This can't last forever. What kind of country can... Be self-sustaining when all of its manufacturing is out of the out of the country, and you know you'd have these in, intelligent, erudite corporates. I'm talking about these Harvard business graduates who would talk in the most sophisticated way that it was a great business move to move the manufacturing to China, where it was being made. The same item was being made for pennies on the dollar. Well, maybe that was great. Initially, maybe you got instant gratification out of it because your profits went way the heck up. But in the long run, you were screwing yourself. Pardon the language, but it's the truth.
0: Well, no, and that's, you know, it was all about profits. Now, I'm not saying that uh, we should challenge China on all points of manufacturing. There are things that they indeed uh, make that are, you know, basically unique to them. And could be valuable to us. That is their free market trade of well, we made this kind of widget. Mm-hmm. Now it, we're not competing with you, you
1: know. When you have let, in other
0: words, let each nation be its own, have its yeah, own individuality and its own manufacturing.
1: When you got Motorola, RCA, all these big companies moving their manufacturing plants to that uh, shouldn't be General Electric moving their manufacturing plants to China to a point where. There's no plant in the U.S. doing what should, you know, it's not like they they were moving another plant to China and developing the same product in both countries. They literally were closing down manufacturing of certain types of items in the United States and moving it to China. You remember back in the 70s when the
0: steel mills were shutting down and all these guys locked out because, you know, no, I'm not saying you need uh, you can't earn a, a good wage. But it got to where we outpriced our labor force, and so they shut down and went overseas because the government tried to regulate different things. Now, there's an example of that today. You hear Biden talking about, oh, I've created more jobs than anybody. Well, you know what? Depends on how you look at that picture. But here's a fine example. Dollar General. Used to be the old Turner stores, Turner family. But anyway, Dollar General, they're everywhere, the the yellow and black stores. But one other thing that you always see you ever go by one closed uh, early mm-hmm. it's because they have staffing issues they can't get a staff I forget where it was it's in the news today where one lady she sat there there are things on the website going we have a staffing problem for corporately for all over the place but this one lady just sat there and said, you know what I'm keeping this store open and I'm the sole person well the rules, Usually in their handbook and by any retail standard, you don't leave one person to run a store because you can't stock it, you can't work the, you can't work uh, the the front register or manage anything. You're and you're going to get robbed. You know it's 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 right. not good business. Right. So this lady just sat there and said, "You know what? I'm making an executive decision. Store closed." Now I saw I've seen that go on locally, and the reason is. We've got uh, you know a labor force that supposedly is out there working and they're not. They're not getting the money they want, think they deserve or some companies just flat out don't pay it you know they only pay uh, it for a short time to get a staff and then they screw them by not giving them you know you can't people. give
1: you can't give people free money and expect them to want to come back to work you know right that. if, they're getting, yeah, if they get any handouts, People are going to say, wait a second, hold on. I'm, I'm making this much money for sitting on my derrière, and I'm making this much money by working eight hours a day. Um, I'm going to well, stay see, home. You know, it depends, though, Jim. It's how many times you roll the yard,
0: how many dollars you get when you say derrière. Yeah.
1: Oh, know, is that like, what so it I is? I only you did like, one. Uh, je did parle français un petit peu, monsieur. Monsieur, je parle français un petit peu, you see. You ah, so you didn't think I knew French, huh? Yeah, I know there all those big words. Um, yeah. I got to tell good you, good for you. Thank you. You know, I I wasn't all I wasn't asleep all the time in French class. Um, I was. <laughs> <boy>. <laughs> hey, Eric Adams, the mayor of New York. You know, when the the migrants were being shipped to to New York, um, at first he complained, and then he welcomed them. You know, he was meeting the buses for a while. Going mm-hmm. out there and welcome to New York. Uh, we're on your side. We're we're in favor of the, of the. They didn't call them illegals. They called them migrants, migrants. They they were they were escaping the harshness of their own homeland to come across our unsecured southern border and then uh, melt into the fabric of our country. Right. And so Eric Adams, the right. mayor, the Democratic mayor, was just so happy to see him. Until recently, when yesterday he had this to say.
0: You know, we the city is being destroyed by the migrant crisis, and none of my folks came to Washington, D.C. So to fight for the resources that's going to undermine every agency in our city.
1: Say what? <laughs> but anyway, he's not happy anymore as the mayor of New York. Uh, now he's kind of... Uh, you know, enough is enough. You know, I mean, how how long is this going to go on, guys? I mean, can we handle all these extra people? I mean, they have migrant cities, migrant tent cities, I guess in certain parts of uh, of New York City. Uh, hey, listen. Yeah. These things happen, Eric. You know, you can't have it both ways. You can't uh, try to make points by welcoming these pe- these people and then a little later on when it gets uh, a little overwhelming, uh start to complain about it. Um a couple of things Megan Kelly was uh, on yeah she does a, a, i guess it's a podcast and it's, mm-hmm. it's popular Megan pulls no punches you know she say she's not only beautiful but she's smart too <laughs> which i which i think is she packs a wallop um this is Megan Kelly talking about the the trans situation and how it's affecting The women, listen, she's just about had it.
2: If we don't find our voices and start speaking up against this nonsense, we can kiss every woman's face goodbye. We can kiss women's rights goodbye. We can kiss sororities goodbye. We can take off our tops and our underwear and do our yoga in front of perverted men who just want to get off watching us till the cows come home, stick your daughter in the sorority, let them at her. Find your voices, ladies, and the men who support us. Otherwise, this is our future. I'm sorry. I'm done. I'm done. I don't want to deal with this shit at at, at, Tridult, at Kappa Kappa Gamma, in the women's locker room. You can be supportive of trans people and what they're going through without surrendering to this madness.
1: I think she's trying to—I think she's had it. What do you think?
0: <laughs> oh, I think so. I, I agree with her
1: 100%, but— Oh, she got me worked up. <laughs> <laughs> Sit down, control yourself. Uh, but then again, I'm this is getting around. This is, I know. This is the weekend update program, so we uh, expect things like this. Um, also, President Trump Bill was was speaking in front of a crowd. Yes, down the, do you hear what he hear what he said? He was. Uh, he told Michael Flynn to you know stay well
0: and
2: get
1: ready. Listen, I got it right here.
2: Along with yeah. a friend of mine and a very brave, brave person, uh, somebody that got it very early and went through hell, and he handled it like, uh, like the brave man he is, General Michael Flynn. Where's Michael? Where is Michael? Thank you, Michael. Brave guy, great guy. To stay in good health, Michael, get ready, okay? It's not long—year and a half, Michael—to stay healthy.
1: Now, a lot of people are saying that year and a half is a qualifier—that he, yeah, act- I think so. Yeah, he actually uh, says that to uh, calm down the uh, the people the who left. might say he's he's inciting something, right? But there's also some people who believe that something is in the works and things may change sooner rather than later. And you may say, well, um, how how is that going to happen? That would probably happen if the military were to intervene, don't you think?
0: Yeah, yeah I do think so. But, uh, you know, I'm going to uh, bite my lip on any kind of uh, forecasting because I've hoped for the best and got the worst so many times in the mm-hmm. past. Yeah. Uh, I do think that he's optimistic that whether it's, Today, tomorrow, next week, or a year and a half from now, that things are going to change, and I do believe that. You know, unless something happens to where things are stolen again, and yes, I did say the word stolen because if you sit back, analyze it, whether whatever side of the fence you're on, you're going to know in in the, you know, in
1: your heart, mm-hmm. it it not what happened wasn't right. I agree, hundred percent. I mean. There are actually some social media sites who will penalize us just for just for expressing our opinion like that. You know, we have been taken
0: down from sites for that. We have been attacked for things like that and uh, sabotaged on the where we had to go in and repair stuff on a website, right? Uh, because of you know us not sitting there going, "Oh, this is the gospel truth." We're just saying. Here's what we think from what it looks
1: like from where we stand right. I mean that's real you, what you're supposed to do based upon the opposition, the left side is you're supposed to ignore the fact that the uh, counting of the of the votes in five at least five states uh, paused like at one o'clock in the morning and didn't resume until the next day but during those hours trucks were arriving in the middle of the night with boxes of ballots. You know, uh, there's only one know, word. What was it in Pennsylvania? Bill seven hundred or eight hundred thousand votes in favor of Trump. Yeah, at one o'clock in the morning, thousand, a little bit over. I was yeah. watching. I was
0: sitting on that love seat right over there, watching that TV right <laughs> over there, and I couldn't believe my lying eyes when it all. And I was like, "What? It, it, no. you know, yeah. th- that didn't happen, but it did."
1: Yeah. I mean, you think about it for a second, friends. You're supposed to you're supposed to believe that overnight every ballot that was dropped off, right, was for Biden and none were for Trump, and then they tell you you have no business thinking that it was a steal. They they just they shove it down your throat and they expect you to swallow it, you know. Uh, and I not good. I I, I think that. Uh, now the speculation, and I'll speculate because uh it's fun. You know <laughs> speculation is fun. It's just uh you know Say it's you uh, want a uh, speculation. <laughs> uh some people believe that the Biden administration is is not actually uh legitimate. As a matter of fact, I got a thing here. I got I gotta read this to you. I gotta read this to you if I can find it. Uh, this was uh, this was posted, and it's online, and it's kind of crazy. Apparently, uh, there are a number of people in the Biden administration who mm-hmm. haven't really been sworn into office. And now, really? I'm serious. Uh, they have a whole list. Uh, U.S. Vice President Kamala Harris, her oath of office has not been found. Apparently, they don't swear to the Constitution of the United States. They did it differently. Uh, Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin, Director of Center of Disease Control and Toxic Substances and Disease Registry, uh, U.S. Secretary of Treasury Janet Yellen, U.S. Secretary of Energy, Jennifer Granholm. I mean, the list goes on. I mean, I I could be here just Anthony Blinken. So wait a minute. Gina Raimondo, uh, Merrick Garland. The secretary, the attorney general, Marty Walsh, secretary of labor. These are people who supposedly haven't. They cannot find a legitimate oath of that office that actually
0: needs to be vetted and proven because that means that they are illegitimate leaders. Yes, and that would take that would take every exact. If Joe has he done it under the Constitution? Uh, has he? Well,
1: I think he he had. Yeah, to he had he, to.
0: He did it in front of the world. So okay, but all, everyone else is a l- illegitimate officer, and they had plenty of time to, to take care of this. So I would say time to get them out. In Everything words, that they've done
1: in that needs in, to be undone and reversed. That's exactly right.
0: Everything Reverse
1: it, undo it. Carmela Harris, Janet and Yellen. You know what?
0: I would urge everyone to research this and find out who did and take who took their oath under the Constitution of the United States or did not. If they did not, you need to demand from, you know, your senator, you need to and unless they are the senator, uh, you need to uh, demand from the media that we get get down to the bottom of this and if they haven't decided to you know adhere to right you know what this country is all about and our rules and regulations well that's fine just get the hell out
1: I can't I, I find it hard to believe that they could actually take uh, an oath without uh, doing the actual oath that everyone else take you know what I'm saying like there are prerequisites and usually by the way aren't oaths issued by a judge i would think that a judge yeah, would do it properly here's
0: here's here's here's, here's going to be their caveat it, it's like a marriage and they're saying that you know you know how sometimes uh, you know i promise to honor and obey him a lot of women said no 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 no, yeah, no, 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 yeah. No, no. uh we're taking that out you know and and i get where they're saying that but you know things were written at a time and that's what they're going to say Well, this was written at a time. Well, you know what? Uh, It's still in force, and it's still a prerequisite. Mm -hmm. So take the oath, and then you can maybe see if you can change that prerequisite. But right now, you're supposed to be playing by the rules, and if you're not, get out. You're not not playing the game right. And it is a game anymore.
1: There are so really many things. There are so many things that are, are not normal with the current administration. Uh, I mean, everything that they have done has been. They tell you they're doing it for our good, but yet, in reality, none of it is for our good. I mean, is it to our benefit to have an open border? Think about it for a second. They try to sell it as a humanitarian thing to do. It's humanitarian. We're being welcoming to all these poor people. Wait a second. Some of them are from China. Some of them are from Iran. These people, are they poor? They flew into Mexico to get across our southern border. And there, most of these people that are coming across are military-age young men, single. Where are they going? And then, is it, is it a humanitarian thing to have an open border so all of this fentanyl can come across? I think I heard the statistic that every seven minutes, someone dies from a fentanyl overdose in the United States. Every seven minutes. You see, I don't know why
0: we're messing around with that drug. Uh, we need to go in. Number one, stop the flow. Number two, uh, if if somebody's a known dealer, uh, I, I don't like search and seizures, but if they're a known dealer, go into their place. And if they got it there, especially for distribution, hey pal, we've got, uh, we got we uh, got some uh, new uh, digs for you that you're going to stay at permanently. Yeah. Well, you need Get a, them you, off the street.
1: You need an honest administration, uh, an administration that was uh, sworn to do the right thing. Right now, I don't care if you're a Democrat and you're paying attention and you're really kind of a a, a good American, a Democrat who thinks of themselves as a good American. You've got to be wondering what the heck is going on, too. I mean, you well, have I, to. If, yeah. if you are a partisan, if you are a partisan first and a, an American second, well, then you're, things are going pretty good for you right now. You, you're kind of happy because you like uh, where the country's at in turmoil. But if you're an American first, you've got to be saying to yourself, this is absolutely wrong. We're falling apart as a country. We're dying here and, and and nobody's coming to our rescue. you know I, I would say I for fentanyl, I would have a
0: three-tier system of punishment. If you're caught with fentanyl and it's for personal consumer use, it's taken away you are sent to rehab you know to rehabilitate you know because you need something in your life and it's not fentanyl. If you are caught, uh, dealing in fentanyl. Well, we don't know if anybody got fentanyl from you and died from it, or got very sick. But there are people that die from it. So I would say that you go, you go down in prison for attempted murder. If you are a, you know, if you're a supplier, you get automatic murder charges. Every, you know, the weight of all the murders of fentanyl in the world yeah. rests upon your shoulders. And mm-hmm. sorry, that's your fate. And you make sure that they understand that. Publicize the story and people getting convicted and pass a law that says there's not going to be any woke attorney come around to overturn this. It is a it's a lethal, it's a it's a weapon of war. Do you know and what they're what doing really now is? at the
1: southern border? You've probably heard about this, is they do surges uh, where they'll get a bunch of people in one area charge. and charge across a bridge or across the river or, yeah. and, and kind of overwhelm an area and what happens is when when the border patrol sees that they move a lot of their resources to that area to to defend the area what happens is it weakens another area downstream that normally would be protected Mm -hmm. and the drug dealers are moving their stuff across the river you know in those weak areas it's actually a staged event the 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 people who are shipping the drugs across the border know that not everybody in the surge is going to get across, but it's going to cause enough turmoil that they'll be able to get enough of their their product across. And that's really all they're looking to do. Yeah. Uh, and we are in a situation right now. Do you see Mayorkas this, this week? Mayorkas was in front of Congress again, and the man has no shame at all. The guy is no. absolutely none. He sits there, and he just says to the camera and to the world that uh, they're doing their best to protect the border, and border security is their number one priority. And all of the senators sitting at the table uh, look at this guy with with disbelief. Mm-hmm. The audacity this guy has to sit there and to blatantly unabashedly lie to everybody in that room and to everybody watching on television. It's it's just mind-boggling. The guy should be impeached, like, instantaneously. I, I always thought it was against the law to lie to Congress. He does it without fear. He just does it. Um, We have a whole administration like that, though. Yeah.
0: and Lying is, you know— uh, it used to be a, a bad, it's a, it was a wrong perjury. Now it's your constitutional right to lie. I, I never found that, and I have the Constitution right here, never found it in there. You have the right to lie your ass off, but I've been looking for it, and when I find it, I will show it to I'll post it. <laughs> yeah. I'll post it on the website. You know, Constitution, here it well, is. Getting, what,
1: getting back to what we were talking about, about speculation, Bill, about uh, yeah. wh- where we're going, uh, a lot of people think that uh, it, that yes, the election was stolen in twenty twenty. Uh, no, they couldn't fix it right away because that would have looked like a, a revolution or a coup, a, and that is not something that the country would have stood for. You know, if 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 the, for example, Trump and the his people had turned around right away and said no, 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 this is wrong and we're not going to move out of the office or we're going to get the troops. Be- that that, that would have been bad, turmoil. Uh, right. you, it would have made January, it would have validated January 6th. So the the speculation was that it was going to take a long time. A lot of evidence had to be gathered. so that And a lot of the people who weren't awake in 2020 had to wake up to what was going on. And the only way they could wake up was by showing them how corrupt the current administration is, and now a lot of them are awake. A lot of people are awake, and Look, there's still plenty of sleep, and that's the problem. Well, the thing is, you can't wait for everybody to wake up. You have to. No, wake, you can't. Yeah, at some point, you have to make a decision. And I think that's where we're we're at right now. And people say, "Well, what what could possibly happen?" The speculation is: this is not Jim Harrington talking or Bill Knight. This is just what we hear uh, is that there's an element in our, in our government that has always believed that the election was stolen, okay? Mm-hmm. Meaning that the real president of the United States has always been Donald Trump. And if that's the case, you ever wonder why he has such an extraordinary uh, Secret Service uh, group around him? Even to this point, I mean, other presidents have Secret Service, you know, Bush and Clinton, but none of them have the the massive uh, Secret Service uh, presence that Donald Trump has. He is surrounded as if he's an active president. Uh, And there's people who speculate that even his airplane has been retrofitted with certain things that you would only find on Air Force One. Oh, and just so you know, his plane, because
0: there's a big story about, oh, beautiful plane and everything, bad engines, been sitting in New York on the tarmac for years now, and it's uh, just rotting away. No, if you notice, he flies in it. It's got new Rolls-Royce engines. It's been redone, retrofitted, uh, probably went underwent some touch-up paint or a new paint job, but either way, that plane, it's a beauty, and it trumps,
1: pardon the word, Air Force One you know
0: in in what it can
1: do. Yeah. Well, um, the speculation is at some point there's going to be a a lot of people are going to be arrested. A lot of the bad element in our government who have done I really hope. That, who are going to, this is what the speculation is and at mm-hmm. some point and by the way the people are going to say well, what are they going to do put Trump back into office right away? Well, people probably not. People believe that in order to make it look legitimate and look fair Uh, It will probably be uh, a situation where the military control our government for a few months until uh, things can be ironed out and explained to the people, explained to everybody. Uh, And there are people who think it's going to happen relatively soon. I'll be honest with you. I think I know a lot of stuff. I I don't really know enough to be able to say whether that's going to happen or not. Uh, There's a part of me that would love to see – the evildoers get their just desserts. But uh,
0: I don't think anybody has uh, really got the the insight on that one. There are a lot of podcasters out there and say, this and this and this is going to happen. You know, and we don't do that because we know damn good and well, we don't know that, and neither do they. Right. You know, we can only report what we do know and hope
1: that, you know, the right and, thing happens. sinks into
0: you and the right people, you know.
1: Yeah, we hope the right thing happens. Whatever the yeah. right thing is, we hope it happens. Um, what I don't want to see is our country be hurt. I don't mm-hmm. want to see our country right now. Our country, I think, is very sick. If if this were a patient right now, if our country were a hospital patient, I think we're in intensive, intensive care. care. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. I
0: know. I I know that feeling all too well. So. Anyway, I've been there before.
1: And, know, so. and I, 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 I hope that uh, if there are people who are going to do the right thing, I hope it's done safely and effectively and that nobody is hurt and that it is, is, it's explained to the public so that they don't think that there's anything uh, wrong that's going on. Do you know what I'm right. saying? I hope it's done properly. I think that's why if something is going to happen, it's taking a while for it to happen. Yeah. I mean look what happened. We they they had to they took over Twitter. Think about it. Twitter yeah. was a massive arm of the left. Twitter was a massive arm of the of the left that was just throwing out lie after lie after lie. Now it is working to be a beacon of truth. Think about that. They they don't have Twitter anymore as a as a propaganda uh, arm. Um so Hey, listen, friends, stick around, stay <laughs> tuned. Uh, the movie ain't over yet, I don't think. At the very least, at the very least, we're going to be in for an interesting 2024 presidential election. And uh, if they try to cheat again, I think it'll be uh, much more obvious to everybody. It's going to be Well, hard. you know, things are going to heat up. Now, you've got, is it this
0: week, the Democratic National Convention? Is it this week or next week they're doing the thing in Chicago? It's coming up.
1: No, I don't think the convention... I think the convention is in... It's a year away, isn't it? Uh, it they, might be. They I picked, don't know. I'm... They picked the Chicago, Chicago. as the site. And people oh, are... I know
0: what it is. Tuesday is when Biden will officially announce he's running. Oh, great. Super. Well,
1: I think... Yeah. you know <laughs> That's going to be a snore job. Yeah, exactly. Um, let's see. A couple of other things I wanted to play before we, uh, uh, we say goodbye. The big... Uh, interesting candidate on the, the left, more so the center than the left, is Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Right. Uh, if you've been following him, he is a smart guy. Uh, he is, I don't think he's corruptible. The guy's got his own wealth. He is a Kennedy, he is a moderate. Yep. But he's running I- for the presidency. And here's a bit of what he said at his announcement. Listen.
2: I've come here today to announce my candidacy for the Democratic nomination for President of the United States. my, My mission over the next 18 months of this campaign and over my, throughout my presidency will be to end the corrupt merger of state and corporate power that is threatening now <laughs> Is threatening now to impose a new kind of corporate feudalism on our country to commoditize our children, our Purple Mountain's majesty to poison our, our children and our people with, with chemicals and pharmaceutical drugs, to strip mine our assets, to hollow out the middle class and keep us in a constant state of war.
1: Now, it has been suggested by a number of uh, people on the Trump side that it might be interesting if uh, a guy like him were... Invited to be the presidential nominee on uh, Trump's ticket, people say, "What?" <clears throat> well, it's, you know, he
0: sounds like an old line Democrat or a new line Republican. Yeah. Uh, now he does have that that tick in his voice where he can't help that. That's just that's what yeah, was given uh, to him. But he it's is spasmodic
1: dysphonia. Defori- There's a term for that, and uh, it's like Bill said, it's it's. Uh,
0: I want to say illness. Hey, it, yeah. If you can put up with Fetterman and Joe, you can put up with that.
1: <laughs> Touché. Well said. <laughs> anyway, it'll be interesting to see whether uh, whether Trump considers him. Uh, but at the very least, he's going to make some good points, I think, during his uh, his campaign. And I also think he's going to cause trouble for the Democrats because a lot of people who would Vote Democrat, no matter what. We'll look and see. Uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. as being a, a terrific alternative. So,
0: well, you know, I said something kind of mean in front of the show, and it wasn't meant to be mean, but it is something that a lot of Democrats are saying. He's got one thing going against him: his name is Kennedy, and they've had a lot of bad luck. Yeah, uh, you know,
1: Do we know they, asked, they, they asked him about it, Bill. They asked, yeah, one of the reporters said, Are you, aren't you afraid running for president with what happened to your uncle and your father? And he paused for a second. And he said, no. no we've, we've well, let cons- me put it this way.
0: Put it in perspective. There's a lot of water under that bridge. And if that were to happen, that would be a big dot on the I and a big cross on the T of what is really going on in this country and who really runs it. And the answer to the question, is there a deep state? Is, oh, there, yeah. is there a cabal? Because if that happened, you know, then it would be time for you to say, wait a minute, Yeah. you know, there's something wrong on this ship and maybe it's time we ought to flee it like rats from a sinking ship because we got the wrong people at the helm.
1: Hey, listen, I think we should leave with a smile. So uh, we're going to play. W- we we oh. played this uh, earlier this week. This is Marjorie Taylor Greene when uh, uh, yeah. she was nailing Eric Swalwell. You know, Eric Swalwell of fang, fang, fame. Listen, I'm also concerned about people on this committee
0: and their own anti-police rhetoric. This is a defund the FBI
2: campaign effort. That was quite entertaining from someone that had a sexual relationship with a Chinese spy, and everyone knows it, but I move to take our words
1: down. Completely inappropriate. Yes, stand by just a second while we research the rule. Um, Give me just a second. The chair uh, recognizes the gentlelady from Georgia and asks if she would like to retract those words.
2: No, I will
1: not. You got to like Marjorie Taylor
0: Greene. She pulled. She was mad about that, and she went on, uh, you know, social media saying, "I was censored," and she's right because. Would you like to retract those words? Take it back. Take it back. Take it back. Well, what gets me?
1: Well, what gets me about this is the left. The. Swalwell's side, and by the way, that wasn't Swalwell that asked for the words to be taken down. It was another leftist representative. I forgot who it was, but it wasn't Swalwell, but it was somebody jumping to his defense. Swalwell's the guy who slept with a Chinese spy. And by the yeah. way, by the way, when she was discovered, she took off and went back to mainland China. You know, she mm-hmm. she escaped the country. And and right. no, nothing has ever happened to Swalwell. He wasn't even taken off committees. This is a guy who was sleeping with the opposition, with the enemy, and, and don't uh,
0: you know he shared some secrets? I mean, that's just it happens in a relationship. You talk about things you really shouldn't be talking about.
1: But see, the other side, the rules are for thee, not for me. That's how they figure it. Yeah. You know, they're, they're all over Marjorie Taylor Greene for saying the truth, while this clown Swalwell, who was sleeping with the enemy is being protected. It doesn't make mm-hmm. sense. But anyway, my friend, we have done it for our weekend update. We should remind people, if you want to get in touch with us, we have a phone and everything. We pay the bill occasionally, so we uh, should be able to get your, your messages. Uh, 833-538-7868 is the number. 833-538-7868. And then there's mail at
0: itsanotherday.com. We also got mail at crnamerica.com, but... The main one is mail at itsanotherday.com. Jim gave you the number, and uh, hey, is that have it? a nice weekend. Are we done? Can we put we a, done? Yeah, can we, we, hey, can we you
1: can go eat breakfast. Hey, can we put a fork in this one? It's over? Yeah, yeah, yeah put a fork in it. It's done. Okay. Was her, uh Richard said that in <laughs> Texas one time. <laughs> I'm sure. Have a great Sunday, and we'll talk again on Monday. I'm sure we'll have a few things to uh, Discuss, oh, there'll be a lot happening.
0: Some tells me something's brewing, but we don't know what it That's is. That's true. We have to be all hush-hush,
1: you know. That's a secret. It's don't a, tell it, anybody. Be, be very, very quiet. It's a yeah. secret. <laughs> yeah,
0: we hunting wibbles.
1: <laughs> Bye, Bill. See ya. <laughs>